0: Hello, my name is Doreen Milano and this is Big Ideas Small Business. And we are here to talk about business, business recovery and how we can move forward in today's environment. My guest today is David Call from David Call Designs. Welcome, David.
1: Hello, Doreen. Thanks for having me today. You
0: are very welcome. I'm glad you were
2: able to be here. Absolutely. You're tuned into Big Ideas Small Business with Doreen Milano. Doreen brings energy, focus, and creativity with the most cutting edge tools and systems needed to grow business, drive profits, and achieve dreams. Ready to rise? Here's your host, Doreen Milano.
0: So tell us more about David Call Designs and who your client base
1: is. Well, primarily my client base is what most people would think of as the affluent. But actually, it's anybody who is striving to have something different in their interiors or in their business that will really capture how they want to live. And that can be anybody from any economic standard. And I embrace all of those people because a good client is always a good client regardless of their economic standard.
0: Absolutely. Now, one of the things that I remember from my time in California, was really about how sometimes it takes a trained eye to walk into a space and say, that doesn't belong there. And when that thing is moved, all of a sudden there is a miraculous change Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in the way the room flows. Mm -hmm. Now, as a designer, is that what you focus on? You focus on placement or do you focus on color? Do you focus on lighting? What is the thing that you mainly focus on
1: that's a very good question very broad one yes And thank you for that Um, all of those things are always important the first thing i do is i ask the client what's important to them Uh, this what you would be speaking of might be of the interview process when i'm there to chat with them and interview with them not having met them Uh, in that respect i like to find out what challenges are they having or do they think they're having once I let them speak, then I tell them what I think that they probably are having challenges with that they just don't see.
0: Got it, okay.
1: Yes, if it's a client that I'm already working with and perhaps we're delving into a new room, then I usually have a little more levity to be able to just go ahead and tell them where I see your challenges are and where we can, where we can really enhance what you have. Oh, that's very exciting. Enhancing what a client has to me is more important than telling them everything that's wrong.
0: Got it. Yeah. So, in that interview process, mm-hmm. how much time do you spend on the feelings that people want to have when they walk into their room? What makes a room feel like home, or a living room, or a dining room, or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, how important is evoking those feelings?
1: Oh, sure. Well, a lot of a lot of times, those details uh, don't get spoken of so much in like a psychology way. It's more intrinsic. People feel it and they tell me what they are feeling in Got their it. space. And it's my job to help digest that and mirror it back to them in words and in ways we can find resolutions that make sense to them, that they can understand. And So, so you're more of a design mm, psychologist? Uh, design therapy. Okay. Absolutely. Design therapy is a big part of it. And that's where the interview is oftentimes I offer a complimentary about 34, 30 to 45 minute interview. And if the client and I both love what we're working with, then we go ahead and move onward to a design agreement and I help them understand how it will work from there. Um, after that is when I spend a little more time with the client evaluating more of what they desire to have out of their overall experience with me and for their place.
0: So when, when you do somebody's home, I heard you tell me um, when we talked earlier mm-hmm. about how often they ask you to go design their workspace as well. Mm-hmm. And when we're designing a workspace, what's the focus?
1: The focus is, number one, the people that are working in the office every day the function that they can provide and do for that business. Because the overall is the clients are what we're really designing for. Um, It is about form and function in an office space, Mm -hmm. but also when people walk in, whatever the optics or the personality that that business wants to portray, it's my job to make sure I bring that first. So that feeling, that Essence that they want is then combined with practicality. And that's what my design presentation would be.
0: That's really interesting. The part of our conversation earlier was something that we were all able to really grab a hold of uh-huh. because we were talking about how fast food restaurants use certain colors in order to make the trip into the restaurant mm-hmm. quick. People Mm -hmm. want to escape Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: the colors are really harsh, Mm -hmm. right? True. And those restaurants that subdue those colors really want you to enjoy the experience more,
1: Mm -hmm. correct? Correct.
0: And how does that play out when you are designing for businesses?
1: When we're designing for businesses, what... What we were speaking of earlier was primarily uh, two well recognized right. chains, right. which are restaurants. I don't do restaurant design; that's definitely a very specialized design. I have a friend who does that, though. It's great. But when we're working with a more personalized, uh, when we're working with a more personalized business design, right. then the color facet is usually more like what they have at home. Got it. Uh, I can say that seven out of ten of my clients who I do what I call their more personalized business, it, it becomes a reflection of their home.
0: Oh wow! Okay. They
1: are in a station in life and in age where they don't mind having another set of Ralph Lauren sofas in their office because they love the ones they have at home. If they're going to be at, if they're going to be at the office, they want to be as comfortable as they are at home. Now, of Very course, part of that has to do with support help within your office Mm -hmm. it has to do with other employees and making sure that the customers are really engaged and comfortable whenever they are in that space when they walk in and also in that space so the colors definitely will will work better towards what the client really likes but also as a design therapist my job is to also say yes but this is about your clients Mm -hmm. so what do you think the clients would want
0: so when you are working within a business mm-hmm. and you are looking at them as a client mm-hmm. and you're talking about their specific clients, mm-hmm. do you just stop with their office or do you engage in the waiting area or anywhere else that their client would actually interface?
1: That's a great question. Usually it's, usually it visually and from a conversation standpoint starts with, his office or her office. Right, that's what I would think. Really what happens is it's the whole place.
0: Oh, okay. I've
1: never not done the whole place.
0: Interesting. Yes. So when you are going through and doing these designs for offices, Mm -hmm. are you taking into account their company culture, how they work, Mm -hmm. how everybody else has to interact as Mm -hmm. far as employees and you know, leased employees and vendors and so on and so forth? Sure.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. To give an example, if that's cool with you, what I did not too long ago was a call center. The call center also included uh, six executives and then my client, the owner. Uh, It had conference rooms and it had uh, assistants and personal assistants and just lineups for all these execs in the front. That's what I was initially asked to do. It was really just his conference room and his office. Well then it went to all of the execs wanted their office to look like his office.
0: And well then okay. they
1: opened the door and said, and we've got this train wreck back here, David. We don't even know what to do. And it was a call center. It was about a total of twenty two thousand square feet.
0: Yeah. <gasps> That's a lot. And of square it had footage.
1: a combination yes, it is. So we ended up putting together a design which is a combination of three elements the lighting the carpeting and the steel case uh, cubicles to make sure that the colors of the fabric of the cubicles, the colors in the carpet, we use carpet tiles, and I created carpet designs with the carpet tiles in colors, patterns, and to create really a story within the space. Um, that also tied into their really their lunching space. Uh, they even had lounge center, because of course they have employees that are off and on and so we created and the client approved to go ahead and let's just go ahead and do, you know, 10,000 square feet for the employees.
0: That is awesome. Let's take a moment here and let's go to our sponsors and we'll be right back.
2: At Work Suites,
1: get back to work your way. Business addresses, co working, executive office suites. We really thrive on helping small businesses expand their horizons from simply working out of their home. What's really nice is we're flexible with our terms. We don't require you to sign a lease with us, go month to month, or stay a couple years. You may only need a part-time space. You'll have a full kitchen, cover garage access. This is the ideal way to work through the transition in your business and get you up to speed quickly. Private offices have dedicated Wi-Fi, furniture, 24-7 access, Call 888-445-9675 and check us out at worksuites.com to schedule your tour. You're gonna love it here. 888-445-9675.
0: Welcome back to Big Ideas Small Business. We're talking with David Call from David Call Designs. And David, we are gonna take a moment and pull back the curtain on your business. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that would be interesting. I
0: really want to know what is the zaniest request you've had from a client.
1: Oh, there's been so many.
0: Pick one. Oh
1: my goodness. Um, I, oh my goodness. I would have to say that the craziest one is something that I get from my techie clients, and that was, can we install magnets in my ceiling? Be, you know, it's basically sheetrock and then magnets because he's a big magnet man. And so so that he can suspend things from the ceiling. OK, <laughs> so and I'm like, well, I didn't really think that we were going to be suspending anything from the ceiling anyway, but tell me more about this. What are we doing? So literally putting in a magnet ceiling was kind of the craziest thing I've had. That is want pretty crazy. That's, that's, I was always, I was thinking what could be the polarization that could happen with the rest of the room and is, is a metal table at the bottom, you know, on the floor going to suddenly go zip right up to the ceiling? (laughs) (laughs) You never know, right? Well, no, I didn't know what I was going to walk into next, (laughs) but that was pretty fun. That was great.
0: So when, when you're going through and you're talking to clients and you're doing all these things behind the curtain, what are you having to really think about for your client?
1: What do you... With everything that's going with COVID right mm-hmm. now? Yes. Really, it is about keeping in touch with my clients and not getting so caught up in the busy of business, trying to cultivate so much, trying to stay relevant, Okay. making my clients relevant reaching out to my clients, letting them know that I'm here for them, and I don't want them to feel like they've been forgotten. That's really important. I'm not there to collect a paycheck. I mean, any any contractor, subcontractor, or anybody doing service work should be thinking that way and living that way. Correct. My job, for me, it is much more important that my client feels like I value them as a person before I value them as a client.
0: That is really important. And I want everybody to take a moment and really think about that because you're valuing your client first makes all the difference. Oh, yeah. In how the relationship moves forward.
1: Oh, yes. Right? Oh, yes.
0: So when we are talking about building those relationships Mm -hmm. behind the curtain, Mm -hmm. are you using emails? Are you making phone calls? what is your method of, of communication with your clients?
1: Part of my communication is the old school way. I like to send gifts. So Very nice. I have no problem shopping. And that's part of my life. Anyway, I I like people to receive things in the post with a nice card, just letting them know that I'm thinking about them. There doesn't have to be a reason for it. Now, I'm Uh, All of us are somewhat fortunate that we have a little downtime, so Mm -hmm. that's what I spent part of my downtime doing, is thinking about how can I enhance my client's experience with me, but also my experience with my clients. Uh, I I want them to feel like they matter.
0: Do you have a, a list
1: or some bullet points
0: that you focus on as far as enhancing your client's experience with you, and then your experience with your client.
1: I do, I actually just have an internal checklist. I've been doing this for over 20 years, and communication and being what I would call a concierge to my clients is part of what I do. But yes, I do have to do a list, quite frankly, every single morning of what I have to do to be a better person for my clients. Uh, this also ties into my vendors because my vendors are just as important. They are. My suppliers are just as important. So, you know, giving, being a good partner, in my opinion, is the best thing I can do for clients, for vendors.
0: And so for a client, being mm-hmm. a good partner is a little different than being a good partner for your vendors.
1: Oh, Yes. And honestly, yeah, sending them gifts is something. That's what I got from, you know, the experiences I've had with the Neiman Marcus way of doing business. Correct. But I really feel like texting is the next most personal and then I will call them. A lot of my clients right now are very busy just trying to keep their lives together. So giving them a phone call is probably not the best idea. But sending them a text and honestly... uh, Really, I already know how my clients like to be communicated with, and it's first come, first serve. However, it seems to work, Uh, but also being patient. I think that's another part of communication with my clients is I have to understand that they're a lot busier than I am, probably. Valid point. Have patience with your client. Don't just expect that they're going to return the call because you think you are you.
0: Do you have any tips or tricks for all the people that are stuck at home They're tired of what they're looking at
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they're trying to make everything work with now they have to do homeschooling mm-hmm. they have to have their office at home they have to be able to live in the space that they're in. and how how do you? How what, what would you communicate to those individuals about being able to live comfortably in that kind of space?
1: Well, that's ironic that that's what I started doing during COVID is I started doing Instagram and Facebook Lives, uh, getting ready to launch a YouTube channel so that we can really be able to, people can find them anywhere. But it is about practical ways of upgrading the way you feel and the way you can function in your house. Uh, Actually, I'm planning to do a video on how to beef up the cushions in your sofa. You can buy it online or you can buy it at Joann's and it costs a lot less than you expect. So that tired old sofa will look alive again. About wall paint, the least expensive thing you can do that you can do yourself. And you can buy paint that's been pre-mixed. It's a wrong color and you can get it at your big box store. It will cost you a lot less. There are all sorts of things that you can do. And I like to start with what is it that you can do yourself, cost the less, and has the best impact, has the best, wow, I'm so excited we did this factor, so that then you can feel confident to do the next thing. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm planning to do that on all of my videos so that people can be able to be inspired. I will tell them exactly where to find it how to buy it how much it costs it's just it's a win 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 and i'm doing Yay. it all for free that is awesome yeah why not give back after 20 years
0: well there's no reason not to right and in that in that process mm-hmm. are there are there specific things that you are doing to help parents cope with kids at home and kids having to go through homeschooling
1: that's not something i really specialize in um the the interesting part is the clients that i have who have children what i'm having them do is i'm doing video uh chatting i'm doing video consulting so we, we call it virtual design really but i will zoom them up or i'll call them on facetime and They'll tell me what their kids need. They'll tell me what's going on. Part of what's happening in everyone's environment is that furniture or things are wearing out. And one of the biggest things I'm getting questions about is rugs. The kids' rugs, they have those, they bought a rug, they bought it at Home Depot or Home Goods or something like that, and it has just worn down. And it's because the kids have been home a lot more than usual. The yeah. pets have been on it more u- than usual. Well, true. So now they're looking for something that will last longer than that rug did. So that's something that I'm getting asked for a lot. Um, they're also asking me about kids' furniture as the kids are getting a little older. Okay, that little plastic cafe set's not working out anymore. We need something that's a, a little bit more Substantial. Yeah. David, what do we do? (laughs) Uh, Where do we go? What do we? And I'm like, I've got you covered and I will send you some ideas and some images and and that way you can figure out if it's going to fit for your girls, your boys and also get their feedback. Awesome. So those are those are part of the big parts of it is, is are those areas that they are on top of all the time. And that on top of the kids' bedding, their bed covers and their pillows are just getting frayed and they're getting torn apart that they are, they're simply not up to standard anymore. There you go. And again, that's just all about the layers. Those top layers that are getting kind of lived in. Yeah, getting saggy. I have resolutions for all those.
0: That is so awesome. David, tell us how we can find you.
1: Yes, you can find me basically at David Call Designs, uh, and that's my website. It's got all sorts of different offerings uh, within the website. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Call On Design, that is C-A-L-L-O-N Design, and that's me.
0: Awesome, and my name is Doreen Milano. My company is Visions to Excellence, and I am a business coach, and I help businesses get moving and create profitability. You can find me at v2, number two, e.biz. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And thank you so much for being here, David. I really enjoyed our discussion.
1: Thank you.
2: This has been Big Ideas Small Business with Doreen Milano. Doreen Milano solves problems for small and mid-market family-owned businesses and service-based industries. To work with Doreen, go to visionstoexcellence.com. For guests and sponsorship information, call 650-483-5798. Big Ideas Small Business with Doreen Milano is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network. For OBBM Network programming information, call 214-714-0495. Unauthorized use of any part of Big Ideas Small Business with Doreen Milano without prior permission through the OBBM network is strictly prohibited.